From Academy Award-winning director Tom McCarthy comes the mesmerizing and emotionally powerful suspense film, Stillwater, starring Academy Award winner Matt Damon, Camille Cotton, and Abigail Breslin. Experience the edge-of-your-seat story that critics are calling brilliant. Own Stillwater now on digital and Blu-ray, which includes all-new exclusive bonus content not seen in theaters. Thanks, Stillwater. Yes! Rumors and rumbling. That's awesome! Let the filibustering begin. It's been a while, ma'am fam, but it's time for a movie news, rumors, rumblings, roundup. Yee-haw! And boy, we've got a doozy for you. Woo! We hope you brought your, often. your chaps. Brian brings his chaps every week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's just... But yeah, hopefully this week day. for the roundup. Not yeah. buttless, though. He is yeah. extra butt. Mm-hmm. They're yeah. not buttless chips. Yep. Why, why, why is buttless chaps even a thing? All chaps are buttless. All chaps you know are about chaps. Except these. So you, I have who, has, yeah. who has butted mm-hmm. chaps? Yeah. That's even more me. concerning. Just me. Yep. Yep. Helps with boxing out, you know? Yep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and it's hemorrhoid issue. <laughs> that is well. Yeah. They're padded. It's got a nice pillow built in. It's great. <laughs> well, we've got a doozy for you because <laughs> how many? We got so many tweets, so much Discord activity. Mm. We're still getting. You know, messages about this, emails. It appears, and I want to confirm, because, mm. again, I don't have the card in front of me at this point. It appears, fellas, movie passes back. Woo! We are back, baby. We did it. It could be. If the, if the director of marketing's not involved, then I don't want anything to do with it. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> now, they put him down uh, with the... Uh, that was part of the bankruptcy hearings. The judge was weird, but they, yeah, they put the director. She was only like three, but still. <laughs> Sad, man. You yeah. know me, I'm a dog freak, and I was bummed. But the judge, she did have, I mean, to be honest, though. The, there I was mean, precedent. The director, they thought the, the backstory is MoviePass was hemorrhaging money by the hundreds of millions at this point. <laughs> and they like, you know what's going to help? A dog mascot. So they put this huge ad campaign into the director of marketing. What they called Cat. What was it? Chloe? Chloe. Chloe, Chloe the director of Kathy. <laughs> also, that joke was passe like seven years before. <laughs> yeah. So. It, it's so bad. <sighs> so what are the details of this? Somebody's just bought the name Movie Pass. It was it was one of the original founders. Original, yeah, founders, but not the dude. Who was do you remember the guy's name? Yeah. I can't remember from that came from Netflix and then he was in charge of. Uh, oh yeah, the sketchy guy. The movie pass. Yeah, and he was super sketch. And oh. Stacy Spikes. I there we go. The, yeah. Mitch Lowe was the guy you're thinking of. There we go. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Yep. I'm just hoping we. This means. I mean, look, it'd be great if we get uh, if we get this back with this great service. It was so reliable and strong and really an asset to the industry. But I just hope we get the, the movie pass films back. Their production. <laughs> That's what yeah, I'm really hoping yeah. for. Travolta's been out of work for the last couple of years. So yeah, that's except true. Except for those Santa only... Claus commercials. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, they just re-aired on this year. He's pretty bummed yeah. about it. He thought he'd get to shoot more. <laughs> what if it danced? I can dance yeah. a Santa. This is what uh, TechCrunch Tech Crunch interviewed the co-founder who bought it, and they asked him, why does it make sense specifically to return to the brand movie pass versus starting from scratch? This is what he said. 
When I look at Apple after Steve Jobs left, oh, great call. I look yeah, at man. Dell after Michael Dell left. Mm-hmm. You know, no. when they when they left and they came back, you know, you know what happened. So basically, we're all going to have movie pass phones very soon. <laughs> is what he's saying. I don't know. Very ambitious uh, guy. The best is they had movie pass films, and then another production arm called Movie Pass Venture Films. Mm, yeah, which That's- which. American Animals was one, and it was a good yeah, movie. That was yeah. a good movie. Very good movie. So and then Gotti was another, directed by E. Was that? I thought that was a Red Box. <laughs> no, that was that was Movie Pass. That because that was they sent us a hundred emails about that movie. No, I'm they thinking were, of Capone. Gotti yeah. and Capone blend yeah. together to me. Capone Sorry. seems like a Movie Pass movie for sure. That's right? a Red yeah. Box. Yeah, <laughs> Capone should have been. So I guess what's the what's the sustainable price business wise, Richard? You're the business guru mm-hmm. of the show. You actually know how to do math, which I still haven't figured out. Just turned thirty four, hoping someday to <laughs> come around on it. What's the, what do you think the price per month that they could do to sustain a business would be? Twenty bucks, thirty bucks? Yeah, I mean, we, it failed at what? It definitely nine ninety nine. I mean. I don't think there's a monthly price that would work because it's either it's that thing of, you know, either you get it low enough where people will buy it at nine ninety nine, but you can't pay the movie theaters or yeah, um, you do too high and no one pays for it because no you know, people aren't going to pay 20 or whatever. And so I think you have to just sell annual memberships and get as much cash in as you can early and then just hope people don't use it. <laughs> I mean, that is the only uh, annual pass or or honestly like what i would see what i would look to do if i were them is like get really creative because i don't think like traditional transaction um based even subscription models are going to work i would partner with like an amex platinum or the chase freedom card or whatever and make it a perk of a credit card and have them and have the pay through come through that way where you go hey we think if you get free movies with an Amex Platinum versus an Amex Gold, X amount of people will upgrade. Amex might be willing to pay for that. And then you make it a, a tier on that on top of maybe a subscription model. I don't know. But I I think you have to get clever with revenue coming in as pet, instead of just charging people because I just don't think it'll work. Yeah, what's what's the AMC one cost? Can't Do you still have the AMC A-list thing? The AMC thing is is 20 I think. Okay. But I, I don't have it at this point. I haven't renewed it. I, I canceled it at the Pandy, and I haven't I haven't yeah. renewed it. I plan on doing that here during Oscar season cranks up. Yeah. For sure. But, um, but it's like three a week, right? That's the It's three a week thing. limit, and that's pretty much all you get. You know, online reservations. It's basically buy two, get one free. No, I guess not buy two, get one free if it's three a week. I was thinking three a month. Pardon me. I guess it yeah. would be, you yeah. know, yeah. I, I can't do math, but three a week. Yeah, and. To me, that's enough. I think two a week would be a good limit to set if you're a movie pass for mm-hmm. 20 bucks a month, two movies a week. I think most people would be in on that. They said the original plan was to do 30 to $40 a month. Yeah. Um, and then they, they ran a nine nine ninety nine thing as a as a promotion, and mm-hmm. the thing blew up. And they are just like, yeah, just keep that nine ninety nine thing because this business is good. And they just never... Yeah, never figured it out, but I think maybe twenty dollars a month. Twenty, they got to compete with AMC. You got to be able to compete in your own industry. Mm-hmm. You're gonna be undercut by the theater themselves. I think that's a bad look. So it's got to be around that number, I would think. All these streaming services have to be around 
10 bucks a month or 15 because that's what Netflix is. That's just what it, mm-hmm. that's they set the they set the bar, so. Yeah, and I don't know what the back end is that they'd have to I just think look, I just think cuz the pandemic and the uncertainty of I don't know how you price any of this stuff because yeah. I don't know if you have enough people willing to go to the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That much anymore, not not necessarily just cuz they're scared of you know, the virus or anything, just because they've you know, all things, mm-hmm. I mean, all things in purchasing and marketing and all these things are habits. And if the habit's broken, right, right, it to even 30% of the populace or something, that's a huge cut. You know, I don't know mm-hmm. how that works. So, yeah, uh, I just think it's a, it was already like a very innovative, very interesting, um, very kind of captivating business model because it was so on the edge and like, how does this work? How do they make money? And then you add into movie theaters, maybe not. I, I don't think all movie theaters are going to go out of business or anything, but I, I do think that industry is going to change a bit. And you add, you try to get into it now. I don't know, but uh, but it'll be interesting, definitely. I, yeah, I think you've got to. I think it's all channel sales. Is you go into you partner with certain theater brands, you start partner, like I said, with a credit card. You partner with I don't know as many things as you can get to have the revenue flow through them. Mm, yeah. You get they they were onto something smart at the end where they were getting movies to pay them for advertising yeah, exclusive screenings. Yeah. yeah, they were bad That's, movies. Yeah. No, no, I'm not talking about the ones they released. I'm talking about like it, it was. Uh, you know, you could get you could get exclusive Avengers mm-hmm. screening, and and they were setting up partnerships like that where, yeah. you know, they had things within the app that gave you special access to certain screenings at certain times that no one else could have. And that's, that kind of stuff could work where you're having studios literally pay you because you have this fan base of dedicated moviegoers basically. And I think that if they can establish that again, maybe that could work, but they got to get somebody to subsidize the the cost of it to pay off the credit card with advertising somehow, some way. Yeah. I think that's the answer. I mean, we all knew part of the business model was that they were selling our data. You know, yeah, that was sure. a, that was a, that was part of the, <laughs> the way that they were. I still have it. my card, by the way. I've yeah. got it on my relic of <laughs> just try and you know, use it next stuff time, on next to my WeWork stuff, and no you know, I'm a little <laughs> relic of uh, defunct technology and companies, I guess, yeah. here on my shelf. But uh, <laughs> it's fun. You got to your have. Uh, you've got your Theranos machine. Yeah, my my Theranos. Uh, <laughs> Vial <laughs> next to it. That would be sick to have. I would want one of those actually. The, the actual blood oh, reading sure machines. That, that, I'm sure those are expensive now in the market, but that would be dope to have in your house. Oh, that would be that would be really cool. <laughs> if you want updates on Movie Pass, you can go to iwantmoviepass.com and sign up for <laughs> great updates. domain. So do that. Yeah. Cool. They had to buy By the way, I do want to. I did. Pass. You can bring this back. I would. I'm all in. I'll I'll sign up and and be part of the. Uh, I'll write it for the six months that it'll last, you know, because it was yeah. a great deal for us. Like, we had an idea. Richard yeah. had an idea, which was genius. When this was when Movie Pass was struggling, and we were trying to come up with ideas on the pod to, to help save them, is is do a point system where it's twenty bucks a month, you get twenty points. You want to see Avengers on opening night? That's fifteen points. Mm. Okay, and yeah. now you have five points left. Okay, all, the only thing else you can see are day movies that have been out for three weeks. Yeah, and they're one point each. You know, to me that that type of system, and then points roll over for two months. Or if you want to save next month, you know, Star Wars is coming out. You could save your points and have forty points for. That was a good idea, man. Thanks for remembering that. I forgot that. Good job by me. (laughs) And you have it all in an account. And if you can buy more points with money, Mm -hmm. (laughs) 
<laughs> right. Why did to, right. I don't know. Yeah. And then you can easily translate points to dollars yes. for box office numbers and stuff mm-hmm. like that and report yeah. it all back. Yeah. Yeah. You're basically buying discounted. You're, you're buying movie currency and it's discounted for movies. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. And, it, and, sure. and the price per points goes up by demand. You know, if it's yeah, an opening totally. weekend movie, that doesn't mean it's going to be 15 points just because it's opening weekend. If it's one that's not in high demand, mm, that's going right. to be in the fourth place. The last duel is six. Yeah. Yeah, yes. exactly. Yeah. The last duel is that. Exactly. Or, yeah. And, and you make it, you still make it less than the cost of a ticket. So if it's sure. a $14 kick, ticket, then it's, you know, 12 points or something. You know, you still, you, you want to give some kind of discount, but uh, other, you know, but I think people would understand. Yeah. I'm seeing Avengers on Friday night. I'm not going to get. This is opening night, freebie. not just Friday, Friday night and opening. Yeah, night. opening Friday. You know, night. Yeah, yeah. Like those down. types of things are really expensive, and then it goes down the longer you yeah. wait. You know. Yep. Let's set this up and sell sell the <laughs> yeah. algorithms. We should run. We should. Yeah, that would be fun. That would be. It'd be like setting point. It'd be like setting point spreads in Vegas. Like we all sit in the room and go, "Yeah, I think the last duel is a five five pointer." And Brian's like, "No, it is four. <laughs> Somebody would have to come up with that, and there would probably be some politics like involved. In yeah. oh, it would be like actuaries would be. It'd oh be like man, totally. You know, no, absolutely. It would be a cool data job for sure. Um, let's set up yeah. our own movie pass. Let's call it. Uh, let's come up with our own name, Man Pass. <laughs> Mad about Movie Pass. It's just yeah, and we, we purchase. Yeah, you pay us a monthly, and then you text us, and we buy your movie ticket and send it to you, and then we. <laughs> Charging you just points. have representatives like all over the country job. outside yeah. outside theaters just buying up like tickets. the Kramer thing. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to yeah. Movie Phone. Please tell me what you want to see. <laughs> we w- we could get Movie Phone voice guy though yes. for whatever for our website maybe or something. No, they, they, put him down. they put him down. Film too. the actual number is probably available now. I think they discontinued. Hello it like last year. and welcome to Movie Phone. <laughs> Man, I called that all the time. Uh, it was the best. I was that. Yeah. I was an only child. I was so lonely. Yeah, you talked to me. <laughs> it was awesome. It was a great service. Mm-hmm. Did you guys ever used to call the bank to get the time and temperature? No, because I hate weather. But oh. otherwise, yeah. Brian and I are both firmly anti weather. Yeah, for some reason, I grew up in houses that didn't have clocks. I guess so. We used to call the bank, and they'd be like, "It's twelve thirty p.m." We'd be like, "Okay." Kent's house growing up is like Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> Susie didn't want you to know what time it is. Yeah, not no. They don't. You don't call the bank. It was like this automated number that you would call, and it would yeah. have a recording every day of like yeah. the forecast and, and current time and uh, whatever. This is starting to make sense that you always say you can't do math because you were describing clocks. <laughs> My brain only thinks in like colors and shapes. I don't think in in data at all that is not uh-huh. not my brain at all uh but that's exciting news guys movie pass yeah i'm in i'm in Very exciting Just news let me know where i can send my my unsecured data please like some more exciting news that we need to get to is disney announcement day brian disney Woo-hoo. plus day i guess it was yeah, what it was disney called plus day mm-hmm. what was the mm-hmm. the big highlights of this bad boy um lots of lots of marvel stuff Lots of Marvel, oh. very, very little Star Wars. So if you're, I saw some, uh, I saw, uh, this will be shocking to you guys, uh, but Star Wars, Star Wars people were not happy about the exclusion of Star Wars information. Cause it's not like, you know, we're never going to see a trailer for anything if we didn't see it today. Um, I thought there was a Boba show. Fett thing. 
There, yeah, that came out like a couple weeks ago, so mm. people knew that. And it, there was a little, there was like a couple of things here and there. There's like a, a Boba Fett documentary that's on Disney Plus yeah. now, and uh, the book of Boba Fett comes out on Christmas and stuff like that. But uh, but the mo- but the majority of it was uh, was was Marvel stuff. So they you get you get like the announcement of all of these various Marvel properties, um, and then some of them had little teaser trailers as well. So we're getting. The first real look at like Moon Knight uh, with Oscar Isaac, and uh, and I think there was a little little She Hulk teaser and some other things. So lots of Marvel stuff was the was the Marvel series coming to Disney Plus. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes, it was all Disney Plus stuff. Nothing that is theater based. Nothing. There wasn't any any uh, any theater based or or park based uh, stuff. It was all it was Disney Plus day. So it was all Disney Plus announcements. Something that excited me. And I know excited you, Brian, rebooting the X-Men animated series from the 90s. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Called X-Men 97. Cannot this wait. Is, this. this is genius. Yeah, I'm excited. Even I'm excited for this. So oh, here's, here's your big stuff. This, yeah. You got a teaser trailer for Miss Marvel. Uh, you got a, there's a teaser out there for Moon Knight and a short teaser for She-Hulk. All of those are coming in the next year-ish. Miss Marvel, I think. Let me think. I think Miss Marvel is the one that may that maybe has gotten bumped up a bit on the calendar. So it may be coming different out a than earlier. the Marvels, right? The Captain yes. Marvel. Thing. Yes. Okay. Yes. So you get those. Uh, those are the ones you got like a look at, and then the rest of them was basically just like, here's the title card, uh, and this is the thing we're working on. Just the logo is, kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So that's that's your X Men '97, which I think was the biggest. That seems to be animated, the biggest right? Uh huh. Yeah. I yeah. mean, the new one will be too. Yes, it is. Yeah, yeah. Same style. So that's gonna and be everything. a big deal. As the original. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It looks same fun. voice cast. I doubt it, but I'm. Yeah. Those people were all like 80 when they did it, weren't they? They were all right. like Shakespearean, <laughs> Canadian Shakespeare <laughs> yeah. actors or something. Yeah. Yeah. All Canadians, pretty much. Um, it was that's that was weird though. It'd be like, hey, bud. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. was weird yeah. that. Uh, <laughs> Magneto was so polite. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so sorry about that. All the magnets are sticking to me, bud. But you know what? You know, come on over, sit by the fire, talk about it, bud. Uh, so you get that. You get Marvel Zombies. Uh, we have Ironheart, which is a, if I remember correctly, is like a kid who takes over for Tony Stark, basically. Mm. Uh, you got Spider Man Freshman Year. Is that animated? I don't know. I'll I'll go and look it up. I'm just looking at the title cards here. Uh, Echo, which is Daredevil adjacent, I believe, of an Agatha uh, Harkness show. So more Catherine yes. Hahn. You know we're good with that. Secret Invasion, which is Scrolls uh, from from Captain Marvel. Mm-hmm. I am Groot. I don't know what that is at all. And then What If season two? Those were the big Marvel announcements. I'm uh, guessing I am Groot and. Of course, what if are animated? I'm. I think the Spider Man one's animated too. I would. I, would I think, think it would probably right. be Spider Verse adjacent. No. Um, I don't know because I don't know why they would do Sony. a. Yeah. I I don't know, but I don't know why they would do a live action Spider Man on Disney. Plus, yeah, I don't think it's live action. I think I think you're right. I think it is animated. Uh, I think it's more like in the vein of that. Um, the the Spider Man show from when we were kids. Uh, that was on Man, like, Saturday series or whatever. Yeah, yeah. That that Spider Man. It was never as at least in my my uh, pure. I guess the Fox Kids, all the Fox Kids stuff, they can just redo. 
they from growing can. from yeah. when we were growing up. So mm-hmm. yeah, that's Try to recapture some of that. That stuff. makes a lot of sense imagine. to me. Yeah. yeah. Not a, not a lot of announcements. Yeah. I mean, there's other stuff too. They announced the Pinocchio movie with, uh, Zemeckis is doing with Hanks and that sounds terrible. Um, is that next there's year? There's a whole bunch. Yeah, it is. It is next year. Can't wait. They, they haven't shown any footage yet, confused, have they? By that. No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, I, th- I thought they showed something for investors. That Maybe. Looks pretty. Looks pretty cool. Looks kind of like animation. Doesn't look like, um, or <laughs> Pinocchio does. It doesn't yeah. look like uh, okay. Lion King, where they're trying to go for real realism. Yeah, I mean, it has that's a probably bit a better thing. But like, also, I mean, that's a bingo card for things I hate. Oh, Zemeckis, no, thank you. Weird animation that probably no one will be able to. It's not quite there. The, the technology is not quite there. And do Pinocchio, you, Pinocchio sucks. You, I don't, not, not a fan. You know how we always talk about the inhuman part of Zemeckis. I was thinking about this. The, you know that I mean, rewind. I just finished the Thirty Rock revenge, and uh, you know that scene in Thirty Rock, Brian, where we see the world how Kenneth sees it, and it's yeah, all and it's Muppets. everyone's Muppets. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I, yeah. I think if you were to look through the world of Zemeckis's eyes, it would just look like the Polar Express. That's what we all look like. Everyone's right. It's uh, a Roger <laughs> Rabbit. He lives into to yeah. the world. Yeah, he doesn't understand when the rest of us are confused by it. Yeah, yeah. none of us what? have any emotion in our eyes or faces. He can't read. <laughs> you know he. Just as lives in this cool, cold, <laughs> button-eyed world of the Polar Express animation, he's just like, "This is great." That's my that's my yeah, theory now. I like it. I like. That was it. a good impression. Yeah, do that again. Oh, like, yeah. <laughs> that's a Mecca's impression again. It's just like a general. No, this is great. <laughs> that was Roger Rabbit. I think. I think you're doing Roger Rabbit. That's a little more Ron Howard. My Ron Howard and my Zemeckis kind of running together. <laughs> Wait, you know, there's a lot. These list episodes are popular in podcasts now. Let's do top 10 Pinocchios episode. (laughs) There's a new one every every year. Every year. I think there's like 45 Pinocchio movies at this point. I don't know. I know my top two will be the Roberto Benigni uh, Pinocchio and the Roberto Benigni Pinocchio. But I don't know in what order. Which order? I don't know. That I haven't worked out yet. But it's one of those two. Wait, there's another one coming next year. With Roberto yes, Benigni? Ev- yes. Every year. Every year. Oh, no. I I think it's a fake poster. I click. It it says, coming 2022, um, Roberto Benigni's Pinocchio. <laughs> I guess somebody's made fake. He uh, should. Why not? Why not? Apparently. I mean. If, if Roberto Benigni needs to make that his thing. If he's making Pinocchio every year until any somebody cares in different styles. Or just the same movie. The stop motion one is going to be great. Just going to be I can't great. wait. Not, no. <laughs> um, some bad news for the Disney side of things is apparently this Rogue Squadron movie with mm. Patty Jenkins is not happening. Yeah, that is a bummer. At the moment, at least. We'll see. Maybe they can hey, word, word of advice yeah. to uh, Mrs. Kennedy over there. Um, let's not... Uh, announce movies until we like know what they're going to be and have <laughs> yeah we know we need to stop having creative differences after we've announced movies released logos things like that we need to yeah that announcement was huge too like the commercial yeah with her getting you know putting on the 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 helmet and and moving towards the x i mean that's a that was a big deal yes it was a pretty big deal for marketing to now be like well 
maybe we won't be able to do this is doesn't look great. That's a bigger deal to me than a lot of the other. Here's the announcement. Actually, we're not going to do that thing. What does it have to do with Wonder Woman? Eighty-four. Not uh, being a huge success because didn't they do the announcement like right before that was coming out? I think so. Yeah, like maybe the week before or something when the buzz was like super strong on it. Still, yeah. I think it probably is more that it just comes down to here's a a very strong-willed director with a vision coming into an ecosystem that doesn't always promote director vision, you know, mm-hmm. and that's, yeah, I want it both, both sides of the, of, uh, of these, these, these little disagreements we get to kind of like, just have a come together and be like, Hey, look, we're freaking Disney. It's going to have to be our way. You know, we have a, we, we have 40 of these movies plotted out for the next 50 years, you know, in some way or another. So like, it's going to have to jive with what we're doing, but also, Hey, Disney, you're gonna hire really good directors who have a vision for things, and you're at some point you're gonna have to accept their vision. So I think your point is right, Kent. Like, like let before we announce this stuff, let's have a meeting where we discuss what's the vision here. <laughs> what like, is what? this movie going to be before we shoot a trailer? How about that? <laughs> exactly. Because if if you just if you want people to just come in and sort of I don't know, uh, here's the we have eighty five percent of the movie here. So we, you know, you get, you get to pick your fifteen pieces of flair to make this thing work. Then okay, then maybe we don't need to hire Patty Jenkins. Maybe yeah. we can just hire anybody, you know, to do these things. I would say. Let's just stop announcing things before we know what they are. That's I think that's a pretty good thesis. Addicted to Pre- the uh, pretty good. Addicted lesson. to the pop at the uh, the various conventions and things like that. That kind of seems like. Four of things locked in for sure. I wanted to get your thoughts, fellas, on some Oscar buzz this time of, time of year. We're nearing Thanksgiving. H- have you seen any of the Oscar buzzy type of movies? I'll ask you that first. Brian. I've seen Power of the Dog. Okay. Nice. Uh, um, and it's... That's the power of the dog. <laughs> That was kind of tacky, I thought, in the credits, the end credits. Yeah. But, yeah, yeah it's Zemeckis. Have, that version. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> almost, Funny yeah, story uh, for you. Uh, that, that, that song was playing as we were leaving seeing French Dispatch. I was with uh-huh. my in-laws. My, my uh, father-in-law is a big metalhead, like, like loves metal music. Uh-huh. We're listening to it. And, and I guess my wife commented on it, on what song it was. And uh, yeah, it's, it's Huey Lewis. And I think somebody commented that, uh, oh, he can't sing anymore. Like he had to retire, you know? Yeah. And he goes, good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a big Huey Lewis awesome. fan, but I love the, I live for the news. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah, a big, big news. news yeah. I, news I became nation. a fan once, mm-hmm. once Huey That's, left. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, now the news can really shine. The best thing about Huey Lewis is that he's Jimmy Kimmel's best friend, and they go fly fishing together. <laughs> it's the most random celebrity duo in the world. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Uh, yeah, I've seen Power of the Dog. It's grown on me. I didn't love it when I watched it, but I've thought about it a lot since. That's, that's the favorite according to the Gold Derby right now, by the way. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, that's Power of the Dog, one. really? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Interesting. I haven't watched it yet. There's a million variety things. Variety has it, to it but. yeah. Variety has it second behind Belfast, 
which okay. I'm going to try to go see this week. Yeah, sometime. I'm going to see Belfast next week for sure. I'm, I'm looking at what uh, I'm looking at varieties. So I've seen Power of the Dog. I've seen uh, Coda, which is still my number one movie of the year right now. I've seen Dune, Dune. Dune counts. Yeah, yeah. And then what about Tammy Faye? I, I watched that today. It's mm-hmm. it's nowhere near these uh, on these lists. It didn't do great Rotten Tomatoes wise either. Um, I thought that movie was pretty daggum good. Uh, so did I. It was all Chastain though. Like she, yeah, Garfield, was I thought was was very strong too. I don't like Andrew Garfield. I don't. Yeah, I'm, I'm, you hype I, for I Tick Tick Boom? I mean, like, <laughs> I thought I his Jim like, Baker, like to me, his voice, like it was, it was kind of creepy how he how he nailed the, some of the mannerisms I, of Jim Baker. I think there's this. This is partly. This may be partly a me thing of biopics and in portraying real life people. I feel like there's a, I feel like what Jessica Chastain did was embody this person. And what Andrew Garfield did was impersonate this person. That's how I felt watching the movie was like, you're right. Like his voice was, was great. He had some of the, the mannerisms and stuff, but Jessica Chastain just did this like otherworldly. She didn't even look like Jessica Chastain at all. Yeah. I I was like, is this even her play? I I had to look it up. Like, is this another actress like that? They, for yeah. this one scene, yeah. you know, like I thought they did that For a sure. couple of times. She sang the whole time. To me, that's my favorite performance of the year. And we got a long way to go, but mm-hmm. I mean, she was, she was incredible in that. Um, I, I yeah. was just, I don't think I've seen any of the rest of like the top 20 ish so far that are at least on variety, but, but those are, most of those movies are not available to us yet. Yeah. We'll be in the next week or two, you know, we're going to start getting, we get King Richard this week and Licorice Pizza is in limited and Tick Tick Boom is I mean it's 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 coming. We're about to get a ton of movies. So uh, this leads me to ask you, I guess this will be the last thing we touch on here. By the way, listen to our French dispatch episode if you want weekly recommends. We'll tack them on to the end of that. Fast forward to the end if you haven't seen that movie. But um did you see the trailer for being the Ricardos? Aaron Sorkin, I love Lucy movie. Did you guys see the trailer? I did. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. I know you're the Lucy f- fan more than Brian or myself. Yeah, you know, I'll say my thoughts. Yeah, it's interesting. I think, yeah, I know he's had some defending to do on the casting, right? I think people wanted younger actors and actresses, perhaps. Or I know Amber Stone was like, this is the person everyone wants to be Lucille Ball. And especially some of, I, I saw some things like, you know. Emma Stone, really? Yeah, well, it's just a bunch of different people. Oh, that would have like, been awesome. I didn't even think yeah. of that. And uh, Lucille Ball's known for that really expressive face, whereas Nicole Kidman's known for that really sort of like cold, you know, just a great actress, but like not not the most like expressive person of all time. So I know there's been some blowback on it, but it looks it looks like a lot of fun. I, like, I mean, I'm there are, like there are Aaron Sorkin movies I love, like Social Network. There are Aaron Sorkin movies I do, like I don't love, like Trail of Chicago Seven, but I enjoy watching all of them at least one time. Like sure. it's always an enjoyable sure. thing, the musicality of that prose, and so. You know, I'm here for it. My wife, Lindsay, does not care. She doesn't care about movies at all, really. It's like, you know, she's not. She's certainly not not up on on uh, movie news, rumors, and rumblings and such. She found out about the Nicole Kidman casting like two weeks ago, and I've never seen her angrier. Like about a pop cultural thing, she was furious. Oh yeah, people were so mad about that. So so <laughs> yeah. mad about it. Bardem too, but less so. Yeah. 
Yeah, she was uh, she was not happy. You can't because she loves she's she's like you. She I mean, I love Lucy is for me is more of a hey, I respect this and I understand it's it's place yeah. in the culture it's and stuff. Too, yeah. But it wasn't really my my thing. But it was her thing. She loved loved. I love Lucy. And, and that's and mostly Lucille because Ball. she's super racist against Australians, right? Mm-hmm. It's not Nicole yes. Kidman specifically. Like your wife yes. just hates Australians. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and New Zealanders too. Okay, yeah. Kiwis not she's out. It's she's really just south around. of the yeah. equator. Or uh-huh, is it just uh-huh, yeah. kind of okay? Got it. Yeah, She's but in North like that in that corner, you know okay. what I mean? Like that that <laughs> yeah. segment, of, that hemisphere of the world. on that quadrant. Mm-hmm, right. Okay. Mm-hmm. She's good with Africa and South America, but okay. but not, not Oceania. Don't even get started. She's anti Oceania. Well, I'm not getting into the podcast game, Lindsay, because that's eighty percent of your listeners. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm with. I'm with Lindsay. I I'm big on Isle of Lucy. Still rewatch it often. I think it holds up phenomenally. So I'm very excited for this. Aaron Sorkin obviously is great. I didn't know where he was really directing this until recently. So that that's exciting uh, to see what he's going to do. He always has he always has a, a, a <laughs> he obviously has a vision for I mean I I guess yeah. I I prefer that I've read the script. rather than the just some Joe Schmo off the street director that yeah, yeah, Netflix sure. hires or somebody, you know, unless it's a name, unless you can get David Fincher or something right. then I prefer him because he's on set all the time anyway he basically directs his movies anyway so you know because he doesn't allow the script to deviate at all like he for every syllable even he's there to correct so he's basically directing so that's cool to see what he could do with that so here's my thing on nicole kidman i was against it at first and then i saw the trailer and i was like wow this this could be really good she's <laughs> like, a great actress like yeah, I, for sure. I think she looks way more like her than i expected her to I mean, I guess she could be charismatic. We'll see. I don't know yeah. how funny we can be, but I guess if you're just playing somebody, I imagine this movie is going to be heavy, heavy on the drama, heavy backstage drama, heavy fighting with her and Ricky. Um, so I think that aspect of it, she'll probably do really well. And I don't know if you have to be like a comedian to do it, but I'm not convinced on Bardem. I think I'm more offended by that. I don't think I don't see Ricky and him at all. Um, Ricky was 33 when he did I Love Lucy. <laughs> Bardem is 52. And I just don't yeah. see it at all. Ricky's got this really high-pitched way of talking, and Bardem's got this really low... We, I just don't... I don't see it at all. To me, to me, like Oscar Isaac should have done it or something. I, yeah, I but I mean, I keep know. in mind that Nicole Kidman's 54. I mean, she's older well, than Well, Lucy was older than Ricky. A little bit I older. Mean, yeah, for sure. But So that makes more sense. I just don't... I just think they're totally different styles of actors you know i don't see, yeah. i don't see it at all to me nicole kidman's less of a stretch than bardem is in that role but he's so good we'll see he's we'll a great see. actor yeah. but i just don't see him as as Ricky. well you don't like it. you said he's terrible in no country Roman. that was <laughs> your note that was my one yeah, note is that he did not deserve any praise <laughs> other than that he's, he's like plus, the movie's oh yeah the movie's okay <laughs> you remove all the bardem it's an a plus 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 <laughs> It's yeah. a wholly original really take good by The you. fan edit that he has on his Plex is confusing, <laughs> confusing but uh, yeah. I respect they, the crowd. What are they running yeah. from? What's um, the thing? How do these people get these holes in their head? <laughs> this movie is 63 Where are they minutes? running from? Why is this car blowing up? I don't understand. Who's flipping that coin? Right. Uh, J.K. Simmons as Fred could be interesting. Yeah, that's fun. Yeah. I'm still mad at him for having to see that Oklahoma three years ago, but whatever. Um, (laughs) I can hold a grudge. Um, William Frawley, I guess, not Fred, but. Yeah. 
To me, no, like in my mind, when you if you were to tell me they're making an Isle of Lucy movie, it's not a biopic. Th- this is exactly what I would want it to be. Yeah, like, no, it's a cool concept for sure. Drama, shooting the most iconic moments of the show, talking about some of the pol- political stuff, and obviously the marriage drama. To me, that to me, this this is exactly the trailer is exactly like what I, if I cl- close my eyes and picture it, what I would want it to be. So, I mean, hopefully it lives up to the, uh, the fan and me's expectation for it. But in terms of concept for a movie, I think it's, it's spot on for like how I would want them to approach this type of, uh, material. Yeah. Rather than do like a Shane Lucille ball. Shane saw a, uh, yeah. Shane saw a screening of it a couple days ago. Oh, cool. Really dug it. I like Nina Arianda, Arianda too. I can't remember. I don't know how to say it, but she's in that Stan and Ollie movie a couple years ago, which is a great mm-hmm. movie. If you've never seen that, she plays uh, Vivian Vance in the movie. Yeah. Yeah. She's a good actress. I'm excited. Really excited. So that'll wrap up a little movie news talk for you. Sign up for Movie Pass. I want Movie <laughs> Pass. Well, love moviepasses.com, whatever it is. And um, pray for Rogue Squadron. Maybe we'll see it eventually but uh that's all we got we love you and we'll see you soon at the movie news rumors rumblings roundup yeehaw yeehaw but ding ding